for calling Call Me Cowboy. For Western lifestyle, press 1. For country music, press 2. For cowgal pals, press 3. Or stay on the line to speak to our representatives. Thank you. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Call Me Cowboy podcast. It's your girl, HB, back for another episode of the Call Me Cowboy podcast. Wow, that was like the worst intro I could have come up with. Okay, but today is actually a very exciting day because not only do we have a bonus episode to our regular scheduled programming Call Me Cowboy episodes, but this is also going to be which I guess I should just get into the announcement. This is also going to be a bonus episode every single month. So the reason that this is so exciting is because, first of all, if you couldn't tell by the title, this is called Unbridled Thoughts with HB. And for those of you guys that don't know, before I started Call Me Cowboy, I actually had my own solo podcast called Unbridled. Uh, It was around for probably a year and it was like my child. It was my heart and my soul. And when we started Call Me Cowboy, I just decided that Call Me Cowboy, you know, just everything that was going on in my life, Unbridled was probably going to be the thing that had to take, what would you call that? Had to take a step back. Something that I had to take a step back on. Wow, I cannot talk. Um, And it was kind of sad because one, I do feel like being able to sit down weekly and talk out your feelings is so therapeutic but two I had 26 episodes that were up and um, a lot of them were super deeply personal to me I had Keegan on a couple of the episodes Um, like one of them that comes to mind is I did a whole episode about like me writing letters to people that I love whether it was people that have already passed or um, people that are just prominent in my life at the moment and that the reason all of this is deeply sad kind of to me as far as uh the old unbridled goes is I don't have any of those episodes anymore I think that there are three on the internet right now like if you go to Spotify and type in unbridled I think there are three episodes out of the 26 and the reason to get super technical that that even happened was because the platform that I was using to upload these episodes on I'm sorry if I've said episodes like six times I feel like I've said it 30 times but once I started call me cowboy I didn't keep up with the platform anymore which required a monthly payment and I just kind of ended that account because again I didn't really think that it was something that I'd be doing from there on out because we were doing call me cowboy what I did not realize was that if I didn't make the monthly payments on that software and did not back up my episodes that would mean that the episodes get permanently deleted and let me tell you I think I first found out about this like six months after we started call me cowboy and after i ended unbridled because i wanted to go back and listen to some and i realized that i couldn't and there's just something about having 26 hours of you spilling your thoughts and just like reflecting on what your life is at that moment like i love documenting that's the whole reason why i started social media um youtube in the very beginning all of that was because i wanted to document my life so that you know eventually my kids could watch it and i could just i love watching my life 
in that way because nothing really brings you back like videos and photos and for me at that time one of the biggest things that I was using to document my life was the podcast so yeah unbridled (laughs) is no longer a thing it is a thing of the past and only a memory to all of us which just makes it I guess that much more special but since then I've always thought about you know like it would it be something that I would want to do again Again, I don't even think like in this present moment that it could be something that I could, you know, that it, that I could have Call Me Cowboy and Unbridled as two separate podcasts and entities and brands. Like, I just don't think that that's something that's very possible and practical for my life at the moment. But I love the concept of Unbridled. Like the name itself came from the, the way that I envision how I want to live my life like I want to live free running around like a crazy horse like moonshine when she ends up pulling back on the hitch and post realizes that she broke the lead rope at a barrel race and runs around like a crazy mad woman while everybody else at the barrel race is trying to help me um she knocks over a little kid some because she fell off of her horse because her horse got scared by moonshine um and she just is getting chased around uh, the fairgrounds and ends up running into a stall on the other side of the fairgrounds and just freaking her mama out because we were right on the side of a highway. Like, I want to live as free <laughs> as that. That obviously was very specific and a very true story. Moonshine, her biggest flaw is pulling back on the hitch and post. She's done it since she was three years old. Um, and at one point in time, she made her mom very embarrassed very embarrassed anyways that's how free I want to be so that's where the concept of unbridled came from I loved it then and have loved it ever since um who knows eventually what I would want to make it into but it really speaks true to how I want my podcast to be too and that's you know that's actually the same thing with call me cowboy as well like I feel like us as a brand we just want to be as real as possible and real in the sense that we don't hold back and that's a very unbridled-esque uh way to um like conduct our episodes anyways so I love it have always loved it and just recently I've been thinking how can I bring it back to in in a way that is still part of call me cowboy and I don't have to you know make it its own separate entity and everything and the other thing too is I feel like with how good the podcast is going and how the show is going and just everything as far as on social media, public speaking and everything like that goes, I'm trying to get as much practice in as possible, which may sound crazy to people that don't necessarily like view social media or influencing or anything like that as like a priority. But there's specific things that I do in my life that I specifically only do to... I guess when you come when it comes down to it, it's to help manage my social anxiety. So I've talked about this a lot before, but I can it is very I'm an introverted extrovert. So it is super easy for me to become extremely introverted to where I have horrible social anxiety. I don't want to go out. I don't really want to talk to anybody like on the phone. Like I legitimately just want to be in my own cave doing my own work. Like I the thing is is I never lose like the hustle but when it comes to public situations it is very easy for me to not want to do anything 
outside of my home or on the back of my horse. On the flip side of that, I know that I am my highest self. So like when I'm doing work, like self-work, I always try to think of who am I at my highest self? Like what do I believe Hannah Beth as her best self looks like? And truly, I do feel like I was put on this earth to help people. I before I would say I want to inspire, motivate, and empower people. I think at this point, the biggest word out of all of those three that I want for people is to empower them. I'm in a weird place where I don't, I don't, inspiring people, I feel like I would have to be wildly successful in order to do that. And maybe that's just like me overthinking it. But I'd rather at this point in my life, I get fueled by the thought that I could be empowering you to do better for yourself because that's also the journey that I am in as well can we where was I going with all of this literally what the okay yeah introverted versus extrovert social anxiety all of that anyways so when I'm on social media I do think that I was meant to do things like this like the podcast youtube videos that sort of thing so that i can help empower the people around me and it's very easy for me to get to a point to where i don't really feel like i can do that and that would be the introverted side but at the same time again when i think about my highest self what am i doing that is trying my best to empower the people around me and how do i do that i do that through social media i do that through my lessons i do that through dare to be a cowboy um like those are my three you know big overarching things that i do and that i use to facilitate to be a vessel for whatever i feel like my life mission is that was the longest way of me literally saying that i am using this bonus episode as a way for me to practice being my highest self wow (laughs) i just went down quite the rabbit hole like this episode in general i really just wanted to use as a way to kind of announce to you guys that this is what i'm going to be doing um And so it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, more like a mini. Maybe some of them will be when it comes to that month, depending on like how busy I end up being. Um, Things to look forward to when it comes to these bonus episodes of Hannah Beth's Unbridled Thoughts is one, instead of like life update style, I kind of want to talk about like what my mind update is, how my self-work is doing, how um, I am mentally in that period. I'd also really love to have Keegan on the episode quite a few times. I think it would be really cool to have, you know, like a like a YouTube channel just for Keegan and I, maybe not an Instagram, although when we first got together, we did make an Instagram for just us as a couple. And that is the cringiest thing I have ever heard of. I cannot believe we did that. Like, I cannot believe we did that and that would never happen again or a couple's podcast or something like that because Keegan is so insightful he's so blindly confident he is genuinely so humble and anybody that comes around him loves him make sure to not nobody show him this episode okay he doesn't listen to this podcast and if he hears me say any of this he will use it against me But I do feel like it would be really cool to have, you know, that sort of brand with him. But bless his pure soul. He doesn't really want anything to do with it. He's so, he's still so open about 
coming on the podcast whenever I ask or taking pictures of me or with me for Instagram, being on my YouTube channel, all of that. Like he is a king in that sense, but he does not want his own social media. And like I said, bless his heart for uh, being that way because it couldn't be me. I also saw something like a quote or something that said, it just so happens that typically the couples like if one person is so heavy on social media and so active on it then typically the other person it wasn't a quote i i literally like preface that like it was some motivational quote no i think it was an article or something um but that the other person in the relationship typically doesn't value or like social media in that way and that holds very true to Keegan and I and I know that that holds true to like Katie and Ethan and a lot of people that I know and honestly it makes sense because like if Keeg was just as high maintenance when it came to what I needed as far as content goes we would be busy people we would be stressful and busy people all right so besides this episode being announced and all of that I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit about how I'm feeling mentally uh, at this moment. I feel like this time of year always brings up very weird emotions, especially if your year wasn't quote unquote what you expected it to be, which now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think it really ever is what we expect it to be. Um, But now that we are literally November is tomorrow, I'm feeling quite a bit of pressure. So Um, obviously we have NFR coming up at the beginning of December and then my 25th birthday also happens to be in December. Like think, just hear me out on this really fast. In a two month period, um, my best friend will have had her baby. She is literally due anytime and I live six and a half hours away from her. She lives in Las Vegas. Um, and it's just very crazy. Just first of all, like I am in such a weird age because, you know, some of my friends, don't even like have a boyfriend or let alone a husband um they're living with their parents like and uh, literally no shade at all like the i this world is crazy everybody is in their own space on their own time on their own journey i am personally living on my parents property and the only reason i'm not living in their house was because i could afford a trailer which even that like we had to save up for months for i'm just saying everybody's in such different stages my best friend just so happens to have always been the mom of like the group and like she's always been an older sister to me um she is actually a year about a year older than me and she has followed that path since high school and now we are 25 and she is having a baby she's lived with her boyfriend for quite a while (laughs) she's got a banging job she's actually a dispatcher so she's a bad bitch um and she's having a baby she's literally about to give birth at any point technically she's due on the 9th of november um and she's feeling it she's very very pregnant and it's just been quite a strange situation because her and I met in high school rodeo so every single weekend we would see each other and you know it was at different parts of Nevada a different city in Nevada every weekend but it was literally every weekend and now we don't see each other quite as much unless we can like correlate trips obviously when I go down to NFR and all of that um I visit her my parents used to have a house down there so Vegas is actually probably the place that I visit the most 
out of any place I visit at all. I, I really have never thought about that. But yes, Vegas is kind of my second home in that sense. But anyways, when it comes to having a best friend that's pregnant, that's also a long distance best friend. It feels very strange to see her for the last time because, you know, the next time that you see her, she will be a mom. That is very strange to me. So the last time I saw her was actually the middle of October. She went on a hunting trip. She actually pulled a tag in Ely, Nevada. So I, at that point, she was nine months pregnant. So I went with her to, you know, assist in case anything happened because I have so much experience when it comes to somebody giving birth that she just felt so much better um, if I was out there. And let me tell you, we were in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And I was very nervous for her of course but also for myself like how what would I do I would possibly pass out sadly that is the dynamic of mine and her relationship like she is the one to keep calm and I'm kind of the one to not so I would be very interested to see how that situation would play out but I um I'm glad it didn't anyway so back to everything that's happening in a two-month period she's about to give birth and it's so weird because I again next time I see her she will be a mom or about to be a mom which is wild she's literally going to call me as soon as she goes in labor and I'm going to try to drive down to Vegas and make it there in time for uh, to be in the delivery room with her which is crazy um and then I will be turning 25 like I said this also just so happens to be my golden birthday which Keegan had no idea what a golden birthday was and I just told him about it like three days ago and let me tell you he was so disappointed because his birthday is on the 12th of November. Um, he is just was very upset for a brief moment that he didn't know that and he doesn't think that that's fair. I, on the other hand, have known about golden birthdays and have always dreamt about my golden birthday since I was like five years old. Why? I have no idea, but I do think it's so fitting. Like they literally say that we are fully formed by the time that we are 25 years old and I think that that is also why I feel some pressure or just like I don't know 25 is a very it's like a level up of a year like I feel like the most previous birthday that I've had to this wasn't even really 21 it was 18 like when you turn 18 you're like damn I'm an adult now cool like this is gonna be so awesome all my freedom and independence and me being able to make all my own decisions like let me add them and I feel like 25 is now actually the year that I'm like, oh, I'm an adult now. I was very what I would consider feral in my early 20s. Like, yeah, I don't really know how else to explain it. There, I, yeah, I was a feral gal. And I'm so lucky that I actually had a very steady relationship throughout those early 20s because if not I think it could have looked a lot messier but as far as my mental health goes how I took care of myself went all of that was very up and down and what I would consider pretty rocky and I think it all really came to fruition and compounded this year this year was insane I lost my aunt who just so happened to be like my big sister um me and Keegan got engaged which is a really big step for our relationship uh Elle was born which like I guess to the normal horse breeder they're like great you have a full but like 
if you guys know the story, you know. I mean, it was just a huge, huge deal. And I think also this year, my friendships and relationships around me couldn't be stronger. Um, it was just a very introspective year in that I was constantly thinking about how can I better myself? How can I better the relationships around me? And not in like a hustling, like toxic point of view, but just genuinely wanting better for me and my life around me. Like I feel like for the first time this year, I could really, really see everything around me for what it was, how the people treated me, how people were treating themselves and the lives around them like I felt like I had very very open eyes to what the fuck is going on in this world what's up guys it's your girl HB with some big and exciting news for the call me cowboy podcast and that is that we are now working with American Bonfire Co. sunglasses yes ma'am you heard me right your favorite podcast girlies are now officially Sponsored. Okay, so not only is this a huge deal for us, but the fact that this is a brand that both Katie and I love makes us just over the freaking moon about this opportunity. First of all, for those of you guys that don't know, American Bonfire Co. Sunglasses is a female-owned, American-made sunglasses company that has the cutest styles in the Western industry. Katie and I have had the opportunity to talk with the owner, Casey, and can I just say, she is such a humble queen and has hustled and is so well deserving of the success that american bonfire co has had to me nothing can match a company that has a sickening product and it's a company that you want to get behind and on a side note as a girl who loses her sunglasses like it's my career uh these sunglasses are super affordable which also makes me feel way more at ease when i'm purchasing them with all of that said katie and i have locked down a code just for you guys to get 10 percent off your next pair of american bonfire co glasses so if you want to cop go to www.americanbonfireco.com that's americanbonfireco.com and use code call me cowboy with no spaces for 10% off your next purchase of American Bonfire Co. sunglasses. My personal favorite style is the pink version of the Kerosenes. They're a Pit Viper style that I am obsessed with. I've owned them for three years now, which is so wild because I never would have thought that I would be working with them just a few short years later. There are so many cute styles to choose from, so don't wait. Support this American-made female-owned business and go get yourself some sunglasses. Once again, go to AmericanBonfireCo.com and use code CALLMECOWBOY to get 10% off your next purchase thanks guys this sounds so dumb but i posted on my instagram story about how i feel like i'm in my domesticated era now i'm not kidding you guys like i feel like younger hannah was honestly so selfish if anybody would invite me to a party an event camping or anything like that i would literally think about nothing else but what do i need what do i need to bring for myself and that's pretty much it i think it's because like my mom has always been the person to you know like make food for the week and make sure everybody has snacks and all that sort of thing there's just something about my mindset lately that i can't go anywhere without thinking about okay what could i bring to give to this party you know like what food can i bring what can i give to this person that's inviting me into their household as i should have 
this whole time like my whole life why is it just now that i'm thinking about that why is it just now that i want people to come over to my trailer and just like have dinner and have a chill night why is it just now that i'm thinking about these sort of things i don't know i don't have the answer but that is why i consider myself in my domesticated era and i'm actually loving it i'm reading books okay literally every single night i would just fall asleep to scrolling on my phone until 10 30 at night i would just be scrolling on my phone and now i want to read it's not that i'm even forcing myself to read i want to even the gym like i've never had a gym membership until july of this year and i'm not forcing myself to go i genuinely want to go and it just feels good i feel like not an adolescent anymore and like even when it comes to having kids and getting married and all of that sort of thing, I've really struggled with the fact that I genuinely still feel like a child. Like, I really, really feel like not even necessarily immature, but just not ready to identify myself as a wife or as a mom. And maybe it's turning 25. Maybe it's everything that I've been through this year. Maybe it's all of that combined. And I'm literally not even saying that I'm ready for a child at all. But I, I'm just seeing myself as more of a woman lately. And I fucking love it. I just feel very into myself. I feel like there's a new chapter, a new era of Hannah Beth coming. Um, and I just have never felt more myself and open to be myself and especially coming into NFR that feels really good does that relieve the pressure that I was talking about earlier not necessarily because I will say something I never even finished what in a two-month period everything that's going to be happening let me just say everything that'll be happening between November and December so my best friend will have her baby I'll be turning 25 happens to be my golden birthday NFR will obviously be here. Um, we're going to be doing stuff for Dare to Be a Cowboy and Call Me Cowboy during NFR. And then Keegan's birthday is coming up in a couple weeks. We have Christmas, which also happens to be my birthday. And then we have the new year. And I just feel like no matter what, whether I would be turning 25 or whatever, the end of the year just brings a lot of pressure in a way that, like, I think it's just, you start reflecting on what your year has looked like and especially if you maybe aren't in the best place like with yourself and you don't appreciate the things that you've been through this year whether it was good or bad then it can make this time of the year good or bad um and I'm in a weird place with it I think it's been a really big year but at the same time there's things that I didn't accomplish and I really wanted to so that puts pressure on me um and it, again I feel like I am in a good enough place to where I can talk myself through things like look you accomplished this like what don't even think about that like maybe it just wasn't even the time for that but look what you were able to get through and what you were able to accomplish and you know and the friendships around you and all of that um but again this time of year just kind of brings those things up anyway so what I was going to say earlier is NFR, as fun as it is, and as exciting and memorable as it is, it also brings what I feel like is a lot of unhealthy um, thoughts and pressures beforehand and during. But NFR, because 
all of our Western women and cowgirls in the industry are so beautiful. We are all so beautiful, but we're all coming together in this one place. And I think that that brings some sort of pressure for us to look our best. I wanted to say look and feel, but I honestly, considering the amount of alcohol that's like consumed during that week as well, I don't really think it's much about how you feel. I there is a lot of pressure about how you look. And I don't think that I would be the only one to say this, but before NFR, you want to work out, you want to eat healthy, all to be as pretty as you possibly can by the time that we get to Vegas. Tell me I'm wrong. I might be the only person that feels that way, but I don't think so. Sadly, I don't think so. And Along with the pressure of turning 25 and this year ending, I have felt a lot of pressure to look my best for NFR. And I have to say, like, I don't know if I've really talked a whole lot about this. I know I've made a couple of posts in the past or whatever, but I have always struggled with body dysmorphia. And there's been times in my life that I have been pretty quote-unquote big there's been times in my life that I've been way too fucking small and neither of those periods in my life were was I like happy with myself anyways like even when I was my smallest and I know people always say this but genuinely even when I was smallest I was still so insecure like I remember actually being pretty freaking skinny and I like personally this is what I was gonna say I remember being damn skinny like two years ago and being so insecure about my butt because I have a nice butt and when I was skinny I didn't have a nice butt and I was only concerned about that to the point where it was like kind of debilitating like I would look back at my YouTube videos like I'd be editing my YouTube videos and I'm like oh my god like I can't show a scene of my butt how did this get onto just my butt I don't know but what I'm trying to (laughs) oh I'm sorry (laughs) oh I cracked myself up anyways I have always struggled with just the way that I look I've always put a heavy emphasis on it and I will say I do feel like this year along with everything else that I feel fully formed in. Um, This year, I do feel really confident about my body. Like, it was one of the first summers that I can remember that I genuinely didn't care um, if I was bloated or if I had stomach rolls or anything like that. I really just wanted to wear the bikini to feel free. Like, I am so over being and feeling stuck inside my own body. But feeling confident coming before the NFR is not something that I can even say that I'm fully like at that place yet because like even September to October, I decided to go on keto, which is basically just no slash low carb diet. Um, and I seem to come to this. I've, I've come to this revelation within the past couple of weeks. Every so often I will go on this specific diet. So like I will give up dairy for a month or I will give up one time I gave up peanut butter for a year. And I always like thought to myself that it's my way of testing myself. Like this is my way of having willpower and exercising my willpower is what I should say, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing, but I think the place that it has come from 
is. And that is where you have to be very self-aware and really reflect on why the fuck you're doing what you're doing. So I went on keto September to October. No carbs. I basically would keep it to where I would only have carbs once a week. So on Sunday or Saturday or whatever it was. Um, I ended up gaining 10 pounds from being on keto. And what I think it actually comes down to to get technical is I replaced a lot of the carbs that I ate with dairy. So I basically just like allowed quote unquote myself to have as much dairy as I wanted, which I knew did not like I just don't do very good with dairy. Like it makes me feel bloated. Sorry, but it makes me gassy. Like me and dairy, we just we don't get along very well. Um, and I knew that going into it, but I still replaced uh, dairy with carbs and ended up gaining 10 pounds. And honestly, like it was kind of a shot in the heart. Like I found out, <laughs> it's like I'm finding out that I'm pregnant or something. I found out that I gained 10 pounds right before Taylor's wedding, which really did not make me feel very confident going into that. And so um, in October, like mid-October, I think from like the 10th to the 14th or something, I did a fast and it's... A, a program fast so I wasn't being dumb it wasn't dangerous or anything like that I ended up losing eight of the ten pounds and I still just one didn't really feel very good but two I'm at this point to where now I'm like okay well I still need to lose like five or ten more pounds before we get to NFR and I'm feeling very over it I'm feeling very nauseous at the fact that I the only thing, I have a show to do. I have people to meet. I have parties to go to. I have 10 days to withstand. And I'm sorry, but like it takes some stamina to be down in Vegas for 10 days. It takes high energy and high personality to be able to talk to the people that I plan on talking to, to be able to have good episodes and shows. And the only thing that I can focus on is how I look. Like I, that is such a bad place to be in. And I was actually talking to Katie about this and I really just feel like, yes, I want to do good for myself. Just like what I was saying with the reading. Like, I don't want to force myself to read. I just want to read because I know it's good for me. I want to exercise my brain. I want to go to the gym just because I know I feel so damn good afterwards. And I'm genuinely in that place with those things. And I need to get to that place with, I need to get to that place in like how I view myself as well. I need to get to the point where I just want to do good for myself. I just want to eat healthy. I want to eat good foods that nourish my body because they make me feel good. I Like I said, I want to go to the gym just because it makes me feel good. I don't want NFR to be so high. Like I don't want there to be such a high emphasis on my outfit or how I look for NFR. I want it to literally be about the people that I get to meet, the relationships I get to make, the things that I get to see, the places I get to go. I want it to be about that and to not be concerned about how I look because frankly, people don't notice it anyways. And if they do, and that's what they're putting emphasis on as far as your identity goes, then fuck them. And we know that deep down. We know that. I don't want to be friends with somebody who values me depending on what my weight is. I want to be friends with people because there is a genuine connection. 
And I want to be friends with people that are constantly trying to be their best selves in all ways, not just how they look. So that's the place that I've gotten to with NFR. But as far as feeling pressure for the end of the year goes, um, NFR has definitely put a lot of pressure on me. And that's the one thing that at this moment, at least in time, wait till my next period, we'll see. But at this moment in time, I'm feeling pretty good about I just, again, I want to wake up and choose myself every day. And if I do that, then I will be happy. Anyway, so I don't know what this episode ended up becoming, but that's okay. That is literally the point of unbridled episodes is just to let my thoughts go. And sometimes they have a point. Sometimes they're all over the place and I don't even like know how we started, but I kind of like it like that. And I hope that you guys liked it too. I think the overall theme of this episode is just feeling the pressure of the end of the year coming and everything that it's going to bring. And just kind of how I'm navigating those. I hope that these episodes kind of bring you some peace in that I'm not talking about these specific things that I'm going through after I went through them and figured out an answer. I don't have an answer to a lot of the things that I'm feeling and I think that that's okay. I literally think that that's a part of life. We shouldn't always have the answer. If we did, then obviously life would be a lot easier. Um, but we're all just trying to navigate through our own things and I hope you guys could relate to some of the things that I was talking about. Um, and I hope that you got something out of it. Just know that we are in this together. With that said, I am going to actually, literally after this, I am going outside into my barn and I'm going to be separating Moonshine and Elle for the very first time. Elle is going to be weaned. This is gonna be the last like three minutes that they're gonna be in a stall together. Anyways, guys, I love you so much. Don't forget to go follow the Call Me Cowboy podcast Instagram. That's at Call Me Cowboy podcast. Also, rate and review the Call Me Cowboy podcast on Apple Podcasts or you can on Spotify. You can't leave us a review on Spotify, which is so lame. But we do have more ratings, I believe, on Spotify than we do Apple Podcasts, which I listen to podcasts through um, Spotify. So that makes sense to me. But like, why can't you leave a review? I feel like that is so lame. But if you're feeling extra nice, then go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because Katie and I love reading them. We feel like Call Me Cowboy has just become this beautiful community and we cannot wait to see where this all goes. <sighs> It's just very exciting. The podcast has really been fueling me lately, um, and I hope you guys can feel the energy. I hope it's getting relayed through the microphone, and I hope you guys love spending a little bit of time out of your week with us. All right, with that said, I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye!